of sniper, yes sniping, telekinesis, as we watched him and Yusuke engage in the world's deadliest game of one-sided dodgeball. Today, we'll cover how a bratty kid challenges our heroes at the most dangerous game. You better get ready. One-sided dodgeball? I didn't even think of it in that way. Did, okay, so I, I wonder if this was just my family, like... As kids, did you guys play a dodgeball variant where one person was in the middle of everyone and you would just throw the ball like around the circle trying to hit the person in the middle? <laughs> that sounds like bullying. No. <laughs> yeah, my mom would play this with me and my brother. No. Uh, I played a variant of that where after, at the end of each round you hit the other person in the nuts. Okay, yeah. This is not this is not the breakdown of who played this, who didn't that I thought would have occurred. But I, never I, mind. I think, actually, I think it was just Rochambeau. I yeah. can't remember. Well, I just thought of uh, dot. Dodgeball, because I just remember the movie. If you can oh. dodge a wrench, you can dodge, dodge a petroleum truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was imagining like a, like a, a Photoshop of that guy's head throwing a wrench at you, Skate. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I mentioned it last episode, but uh, I brought up YTMND because they use the Yusuke uh, running from the truck as a meme. You know, it was. Uh... Is that the LOL Internet's or is that the other thing? No, it was. Uh, I think it was a variant on. Uh, the what is love thing because they were having the dudes head bopping in the car oh. as they were chasing Yusuke down. I just want to say, uh, dating this episode, uh, YT Mendy has recently gone down. Uh, pour one out for a real one. RIP, uh, RIP all the good memes and punch the keys for God's sakes. <laughs> Link, my boy. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, let's get on with the episode. So, episode 81. Let the games begin. Uh, in Japanese, the title is The Game World Inside the Cave. When Yusuke, Kurama, Hiei, and Atari enter the Game Master's territory, they're forced into a twisted game where everyone must play by the rules <laughs> in order to survive. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and yeah, so Patrick, you know, start out with explaining what happens in the episode. I gotcha. So, wait, wait, real quick, I actually have a question. In the Japanese version, did they pronounce his name Mitarai? Or how did they how did they say it? They say Matari. No, 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 like Mitterman. I'm serious because in the U.S. version they say Mitari, which I always thought was how it was actually spelled and stuff. But then in the Spanish version they were like Mitarai, and I was like, oh, it looks like Mitarai. That's that's how I would say it if you're Japanese. But is that how it's actually spelled in the canonical like Japanese stuff? Because like it's been a while, like years since I actually watched this episode in Japanese. I gotcha. Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. I kind of wasn't paying attention uh, to his yeah, name. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Wait, who is Mitsurai, anyways? <laughs> the Seaman. Seaman? Oh, yeah. That's why none Mitsurai, of us pay attention, because yeah. he's one forgettable. I just call- a better name. <laughs> I, just call- I just call him Mr. Seaman. I don't think I refer to him with that name. Did he? Yeah. Oh, no, I think I call him Seaman later on. I, I, who cares? Anyways, so uh, we start off with the gang gathered around in a circle looking over the city covered in a dome. The city being covered in a dome with lightning striking it, like uh, like in that that book uh, Under the Dome by Stephen King, which you can buy on Amazon, uh, you, uh, Amazon, Google Play, YouTube, Red, uh, Tower Red Records. Tubes. YouTube Red. This is Red not tube, sponsored. Yeah. By the way, hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Give us a sponsor though. Uh, anyways, yeah, um, 
Yeah, so uh, last episode, they killed Sniper, fucked the Doctor, and befriended Seaman. So that's the that's the stat so far of uh, of the game. Uh, is this like marry, fuck, kill, but it's kill, fuck, befriend? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Hey, if you guys had the Sensory 7 and you could only pick three to kill, fuck, befriend, who would it be? <laughs> uh, you know, that's a hard choice. Um, I think Sensory I would marry. I would... That wasn't one of the options. <laughs> it's kill, befriend. fuck, and befriend. Oh, did I say marry? Oh. Uh, I'll I'll befriend the ki- the the game master because he seems like cool and be able to chat like brother brother like uh like brother like brother <laughs> except I'm not gonna rip it, I'm not gonna rip people's head off he's not gonna punch me to death um uh I would kill I that's kind of hard can can is Sensui an option to kill I mean yeah good luck I got you well I'll kill Sensui because I can't I can't kill him any other ways. Only in the bounds of this game are you able to kill him. You've gained powers by playing this game. It's yeah. like Death Note. It's the kill, fuck, befriend note. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I fuck. That's kind of hard. Um, shit. Um, you have your choice between Gourmet. He has some pretty cool tentacles. Seaman. Sniper. Just... I, I guess... He's 17. Oh, yeah. Never mind, then. Actually, I don't know. Might yeah, be... I, I don't... <laughs> this is why I don't like playing that game. I'm, I'm like... oh, especially with anime. Yeah, so I'm just going to... Uh, I'm just gonna choose celibacy on that one, so... Ah, okay, so you're Valsel. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, the, full is go- uh, the, the hole is going to be fully opened according to Genkai in two days. Yeah, that's, damn, that hole's open up fast. Uh, need, and they need to head to the cave to save Kuwabara, who's... Uh, blank screen. Uh, need to save Kuwabara, who's being captured by the, the evil gang. Um... And Seaman warns about Gourmet going to eat cool bar, saying, "Oh, well, you know, he's only a little, little time before his power gets taken. His power, you know, becomes unstoppable, and he will be able to eat him and get his cutting thing, dimensional sword ability." So you know how Kuwabara has been able to or not able to use the Dimension Sword in various points. Yeah. Do you think that when he absorbs him, he has to be at a point where he's able to use it? I've wondered about that before. I don't think there's going to be an answer, but like, I think the manga just forgot. <laughs> I think if he were to get eaten by Gourmet, I think maybe Gourmet would be able to extract that single component that was released. That'd be sword. interesting. I wish we knew more about the mechanics of this. So, like, instead of Kuwabara struggling, he would be, like, catch that, like, you know, that tastiest morsel yeah. in, like, uh, let's say, I don't know, like a don- donut, that perfect bite. Maybe donut. Gourmet Speaking of donuts, that. we just had donuts. <laughs> yeah. I had a jelly-flavored one. It was very good. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, I'm just thinking about, like, uh, God, what's Sasuke in Naruto? Like, how he can copy people's powers, but oftentimes he uses them better or more interestingly than the people they're from, and I'm wondering if it'd be like that. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of like, he, like, has a bunch of people's abilities, like Thanos, but instead of grabbing the the rings and killing the person, they just, or the stones, he just eats them. Maybe it's like a, um, a rogue situation. Where, like, he she absorbs and eats a person, then he just goes haywire with the power, and then he controls it later on. That's what happens with Rogue, I'm pretty sure. That works. Yeah, I, I could, yeah, all these are possible. It, it would have been cool if they had, like, explained a bit more, but I figured I'd ask. Gotcha, so then, uh, yeah, um, so the Genkai splits up the gang to prevent enemy over t- overtaking them, so nothing, like, they don't get overtaken or, you know, uh, they all would get captured at once. Uh, the gang were, uh, they were going to, I think they split up where it's going to be, uh, it was like Yusuke, Seaman, and Hie, Yusuke, Hie, Kram, and Seaman go into the cave. The gang worries about Seaman leading them, but Yusuke's like, you know what? 
stand-up man. Let's go. And, seems like a stand-up guy, and they lead, and then uh, Seaman leads uh, Yusukehia and Kurama into the cave. So this is this is an odd choice to me. I do think this was strategically the right move, like uh-huh. splitting up like this. But it is interesting that even though in this where you do not know what's going to happen, this is the right move. They get down there and they're like, "Oh fuck, we gotta get everyone again." And it's gonna take us like four fucking hours. Don't spoil it. I mean, they've seen the episode if they're watching if they're listening to our podcast. Well, you, we did the same thing. Oh, whatever, fine. I see. It only applies to Joe. The I see. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm playing. Yeah. There. No. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, and then, then it cuts to Keiko just sounding crazy to the police saying, oh man, there's this explosion, this thing, these guys attacking, and it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, uh, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, explosions, like, do you think kids did it? It's like, no, they're just kids, like, are you sure? It's like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's like, the way that she's talking, is like, the cop thinking, like, oh, this girl must have ate some glue or something, she's talking, what the hell is she talking about? I like her facial <laughs> expression she was making was really oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think I was like, this is the most animated that, and the English show that Laura Bailey has done before I saw, like, Crayon Shin-Chan, oh, which yeah. is my favorite role from her. <laughs> oh, she played Shin-Chan? <laughs> yeah, she did. It's amazing. Damn. The English dub is my favorite. Damn. Yeah, she's, uh... Shouts out to Action Bastard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in the U.S. version, she says, like, maybe the kids are spontaneously combusting. But in, like, Japanese and Spanish, she just says more stuff. Like, I don't know. There's holes in the ozone or something. Uh, Dang, climate, climate Turn, change. Turns out she's really Al Gore in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> she's inventing the internet. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Al Gore, gold. Inconvenient Truth 3 coming to theaters. <laughs> Inconvenient Truth 3, uh, the world climate change is going to happen due to a demon world portal. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of CO2 is going to come in. It's going to give people powers. Also melt the ice caps. Hey, it's worth it for the stando powers. Yeah, totally. Going to stop. Going to be Game Master. I really wish someone had made a full-length movie like clip that was just a rebuttal to Al Gore, but it was just full of fucking nonsense. She's like, yeah, man, we're going to get superpowers. What's up? <laughs> I'd be down. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the cave fork uh, that they get to kind of looks like nostrils. Um, I kind of see it. Yeah. They they do some very interesting stuff in here to save money. Like, they just take the shot of the cave fork and then just zoom in on one side of it and play music. And it's, like, very clear that they didn't animate the zoom in. They just zoomed in. <laughs> it's really good. Um, so... Karma starts putting down glowing weeds in uh, on the ground, similar to breadcrumbs, but is also memorizing the path just in case. He only mem- uh, he only mentions the memorization in the Japanese and the Spanish versions, and it's kind of out of the English version, probably because I think they probably had some quip line for him to say in the English version, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. I just remember Yusuke's quip. It's like, oh yeah, selling your seats, Karama. Yeah. Oh my god. This yeah. fucking show. <laughs> yeah, and um. So they eventually come across a door. It's a mysterious door with the letter G on it. Yeah. So Obviously not... Snoop Dogg's script. <laughs> it's nothing but a G thing. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. It just says G on and we all know who the true G is. The D O double G. La da 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 God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. So a voice comes up and welcomes them to Devil World run by the evil chairman Game Mao. Uh, this is Patrick's favorite thing. It's a reference to Journey of the West. Where one of the main villains in Journey of the West is a guy named Gyu Mao, which means uh, demon ox king. And so Game Mao is just supposed to be devil devil game king. And uh, you, you refer to him as the evil chairman Game Mao, right? 
I don't know where you're going with that one. You know, because you know, Chairman Mao. Game. Oh wow! I yeah. yeah. So it's supposed that, to be it's supposed to be Ma'o, that. which is like Ma-o. I never made the connection because it's supposed to be Ma'o. I got Ma'o. Okay, so I was incorrect on that. Yeah, because Ma is like demon and O is gotcha. uh, yeah king. Gotcha. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Throw out a softball. I hope I'm So, in the uh, in the Spanish version, they describe the game as uh, juego de batalla, just meaning like game of battle. <laughs> and instead of and like they describe it as uh, ciudad del diablo, so basically the devil's city rather than demon city. Oh. So they, they just go straight on into Satan in the Spanish version. <laughs> you mean Mr. Satan? Yeah, Mr. Satan. Mr. Satan. <laughs> Senior Satan. <laughs> Senior Satan. All right. <laughs> so the gang goes inside and realize, or they're not inside yet, but they realize that the person who is talking is actually the guy from Game Battler, an arcade game that Yusuke and Kurama play, um, where you must defeat. Def- Defeat the chairman. Um, chairman. <laughs> chair. <laughs> <laughs> Default the chairman. Oops, sorry, I missed that one. That's a cool. That's the, that's the sequel band to Maximum the Hormone. Default, Default the, chair. the chairman. So what's, you... what's up? What's up, uh, uh, comrades? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So you gotta beat the master of all the games. Um, which so you have a. Re- Beat, um, you have to beat him in a series of games that uh, range from sports to boxing to quizzes and puzzles, even a DOA Extreme male edition. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, DOA Extreme Beach Volleyball males only edition. Oh. Yeah, with the, the, one, the one elf guy is like all posing in the beginning. Yeah, he's very muscular. <laughs> very muscular. You must win at least four of the seven battles, uh, at least four of the seven against the game Mao. Uh, and uh, it's called Devil City or Goblin City, which are both uh, in reference to Labyrinth slash the same thing that Maze Castle previously referenced. Oh, man. So they really like their uh, David Bowie up in here. Dance, magic, dance. Yep. <laughs> Everyone just carries Fuchigis. It's great. Awesome. Can we watch that movie? Yeah, we could. Maybe sometime. Maybe How for the show. Go. We'll see. Do it for the show. Do for the gram. Okay. Uh, surprise, they find Captain N's lair. Uh, Captain Amanuma, uh, the game master, has the power to turn games into reality. That's a deep cut <laughs> reference. Anyways. Sorry, I had, had the chance and I took it. Captain N, the game master. Keep taking it. I will. You guys ever watched that Captain in the Game Master? They've definitely not watched that. It's a, yeah. There's a show in the 80s where this kid went to a bunch of Nintendo games like just, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's like they, they team up like Mario. No, sorry, a Mega Man, Icarus, and like Mega Man sounds like he's he smokes like a whole pack of cigarettes a, a second. Yeah. Also, he's a baby. What? Um, so he's a smoking baby. Yeah. I mean, well, to be fair, who who framed Roger Rabbit had come out not that you know long ago. So yeah, smoking babies were a thing. Um, also, freaking Simon Belmont of Castlevania, who's supposed to be like a barbarian, is there, but he's like this weird greaser motherfucker. Very flamboyant. Yeah, very flamboyant greaser. It's very weird. They should have. They should have put that in the Smash. I would have definitely played that. I. Oh my god! If they put all the Captain N characters in, that'd be a fucking nightmare. No one should do this. Default skins. <laughs> this is terrible. Sorry, that was that was a that was a good tangent, but yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, they uh, they got to break in as the game characters are also not allowed in. 
What is this line? Because I don't understand this it, line. It was, like, it was like, you know, because of the game the game thing, you know, SCWs are not allowed in. Oh, god damn it. Yeah, okay, it so... really bad. I, I thought it was funny. Oh, it was dumb. This is, re- this is vaguely relevant. In the Spanish version, when they got to the gate, one of them was like, oh, is this Cancerbero's territory, aka Gatekeeper? So are you saying they mistook this for gatekeeping in the gaming community? Yeah. yeah. Hey. hey! Multilingual joke that you would only get if you saw both versions of the fucking show. Anyways. Yeah, but... But anyways, it's kind of relevant because the way Yusuke treats like Genkai every second. Oh, <laughs> oh, you don't know how to. How do you know how to do this? And like she owns. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, they need seven people in order to play while they only have. Oh, oh, a dog just sneezed at us. Right <laughs> on my hand. Thanks, Jonah. Appreciate it. I love you though. You're very cute. You're very cute. I love you. <laughs> so they need seven people in order to play. So they have to go all the way back to the beginning of the cave and come back with the rest of the gang. And Patrick's note says, I would have lost my shit if they had to do this in real time. Oh, we have to go back and they walk back and it's like three episodes. It's It's a very Naruto move. Like, how long did it take to get into the cave? Like, did they... From the the entrance to the door... I figured it took an hour or... It's probably an hour. Because I keep on thinking two hours, but I think that might be round trip. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I would have, I would have like been crazy. Like, oh, I gotta watch this again. What are they gonna do in the cave? All and like they have. Stop sneezing on my hand, Yuma. Quit it's putting growing. pepper on your hand, uh, on your hand, Patrick. <laughs> Actually, I did eat some red peppers today. So oh, that's probably nice. it. I had some pizza with some red peppers. It's really good. Do that. I believe you. I believe you. I love those red peppers. Love Uh, red pepper pizza. But anyways, where were we? So there, um, after the short break uh, in the show, um, we go back to the gang as they enter the Game Master's territory. And it's revealed that the Game Master is literally a kid in a dumb robe with the letter G on his head. So it's not Snoop Dogg. So he, but he's he's officially not a G then, right? No. <laughs> Definitely not a G. How sad. And then we cut to the evil gang just, you know, chilling in there, chilling evil in the cave. Out. Yeah. And... Foot Clan hideout. Dude, the Foot Clan hideout was so much cooler than this place. Did y'all did y'all ever watch the old live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like in the like the nineteen ninety two yeah. version? Yeah. Oh. The one, you, you know the one with the giant and the giant plastic turtle yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. I fucking love those movies. The the hideout they had in those were so cool. It was like, yeah, man, we just took a warehouse in some abandoned part of New York, put a bunch of arcade cabinets in a fucking skate park in here. Oh my god. And pool. And like then we have a mannequin covered in bells. And this is what we do on our weekends. Dude, that's my dream. That's my dream thing. Like, I want the mannequin covered in bells. Go play. Have fun. We need to watch Ninja Turtles for this podcast. We had a lot of movies. I'd be got, so down. I love Pui Pui the Ninja Tang, Turtles. Labyrinth. And we got, what was it? Yeah, Pui Tang Labyrinth. And now we have to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Can we, can we skip the second, third one? Because I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. Is it the first one that had the Foot Clan hideout? I can't remember. I forget if it's one or two. It might be two. Two is mostly a train wreck, but has some really cool parts. One is way more serious than it should be, and then three is a piece of shit. I gotcha, because at least we can skip two. That's the important part. Or, sorry, skip three is the important yeah, part. Three is, three is the one where they go to medieval Japan, and it doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, wow. it's like Turtles in Time, except it's But sucks. bad. Uh, well, I guess we the same thing. Right? Yeah, anyways. Double su- All right, so where were we? Uh, All right, so... Kobara so, um... is giving lips, saying that the good gang is going to kick their ass, and the U.S. version mentions he's going to shred gourmet like a bank statement. <laughs> well, which is a weird thing to say, and the Japanese version says he's going to cut him up like so many noodles. 
So I can understand why they changed that just because I think most people would be missing the context if they said the soma noodles thing. Like, I'll cut you up like soma noodles. Like, what's a soma noodle? <laughs> I guess we're, I... we're in America, sir. You don't understand this. Shredding a bank account. I guess that makes a bank statement. That makes sense. You don't want, like, any information from your bank account stolen, so. Oh, okay, okay. I think that's what I meant, like, paper shredder. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was out of frustration, which is why I was like, that's a weird thing to say. (laughs) I I did like Sensu's line where it's like, there isn't a person who can beat him at Game Battler. And it's like, cuts to Always Sunny opening, the gang beats Game Battler. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. Game Game Master's actually Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I dropped my massive controller I used for my Magnum system. Yes. <laughs> so fucking stupid. God, I love Danny DeVito. Man, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna have to take a day of, uh, was that the day of mourning when he dies? Oh, oh my god. Man. Wow, that got weirdly <laughs> prescient. Anyway, not prescient, that got weirdly depressing. Uh, well, so... speaking of de- deaths, we, have, we actually have to take a moment and have to give our condolences to the family of Grumpy Cat. Oh, yeah. I've heard that the people who raised Grumpy Cat treated him not very well, so I oh. will not offer them my condolences. I will say oh. that Grumpy Cat... Yes, rest in power. Rest in peace. Grumpy Cat. But, but, like, I'll have to look into the things around the family, but I had heard that maybe it wasn't a great environment. Yeah, I heard, like, Reginald's name was, like, Tar, like, re, like Reg- Retard, but they changed it or something. They called her Tard as a nickname. I so gotcha. Grumpy Cat... It's a girl, and a lot of people didn't know that because of how they portrayed Grumpy Cat and her little brother, who are very cute too. Little brother. Yeah, so just really sweet cats. Owners, not so much. Anyway, I don't want to cause stir, stir more shit, so we'll go to the Sorry next about one. That. I just remember that's like, oh man, that's sadness. But. <laughs> Oh. Uh, basically, oh, no, it's nothing important. Sorry. I don't know where I was going with that. Basically, um, they use a slot machine to pick the games, and then it's, um, I guess it's Yusuke, Seaman, Genkai, Kurama, and Kaito. 1412. One, oh, one, I, ju- I just got that. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> it's a detective comment, Kaito Kid. Because oh. yeah. in, in, the, in the show. Uh, they found out the Kaito is like, oh yeah, the, the Kaito 1412. It looks like kid spelled like that, the way the four in Japanese is like Kaito kid. Oh, uh, interesting. K I D, yeah. So it's it's a weird thing, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's shown that they're true to be true gamers. Hashtag true gamers. No fakes. No fakes. Apparently, Yusuke is surprised that Genkai has played this game. She's actually a hashtag real gamer girl. She's a real gamer, gamer girl. girl. Yeah. Foxy not, gamer girl. I'm not like other girls. I don't show skin while I stream. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I've been storing up my power for literal decades and gave a guy a speared ball. <laughs> You're right. That isn't like other girls. That Weird. isn't like other girls. I'll give her that. Um, Genkai basically says, um, I don't have all that spare time for nothing. And like, um, in the US version, she's like, you think I've been playing solitaire for 50 years? (laughs) So I get the joke there because she's talking about, it feels like she's talking about computer solitaire rather than like actual solitaire. You mean solitaire? <laughs> Where's that from? Where's that Aquadine from? Hunger Force. Oh my you god! The cave yes, with the ball, the power ball. Oh yes, and this is Soltar, you. Legend of Soltar. <laughs> yeah, you try to do it, Soltar. Soltar. Yeah, Damn, get an Ubi McTalk. 
That is the deepest fucking Aqua Teen reference I've heard in so many years. Man, you picked the right friend because I love making deep cuts to Aqua Teen. Get a new dark. Okay, anyways. Uh, I don't even know what I was trying to say there anymore. So, Genkai... Yeah, salt sorry, solitary for 50 years. I've got to... I'm sorry. Uh, it says Genkai and Yanni have beat it. I don't think Yanni has. Did he... I say Yanni? Yeah, it says Yanni. I meant, um... I meant, uh, sorry, the uh, Kaito. I yeah, think. Kaito and Kurama have beaten it. I didn't, uh, sorry, I, I wrote the wrong name. I, ca- I called them Yanni throughout the notes, and I realized, oh, no, that's Kaito. My bad. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I get we, the mixed he's up. He's not a famous uh, SoundCloud rapper, so you Unfortunately, gotta... my bad. Yeah, so the slot's thin, and the game is tennis level 7, and Seaman decides to give it a shot because apparently sports games are his specialty, I guess. Mm. Yes, and it's actually a glorious game. Uh, as soon as he picks it, a naked demon man shows up and challenges him, like, I want to challenge you, and he's all preppy and stuff, and, like, smiling. In the U.S. version, he has, like, this, like, German or Austrian accent, which is really weird. He's like, oh, ho, ho, let's play a game! He's about to pump you up! Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so then it cuts to Botan, left alone outside. Sad. And uh, she's Sad. basically like, why did they leave me? Just always me. And, like, honestly, this is a really bad place for her to be. Now that demons are coming through the like through like the portal, like the parts of it that don't require the physical portal to open, like those two dudes who showed up earlier that they killed, and also like her being there by herself will indicate to people like, hey, maybe we should attack this cave. And like, there's a lot of reasons that leaving her out there, even as a lookout, is a bad choice. Mm-hmm. They, should, they should have taken her with. Should have brought Liliani out there. He can defend anything. By copying someone? Yeah, yeah, copy their abilities and just use them as... I don't think he can do... I think he's able to do the ability. I don't think it changes the amount of spiritual power he has. Uh... So it'd be like in uh, Mystique in X-Men 2, where she pretends to be uh, Wolverine, but then her claws just break. I gotcha. Does she pretend to be Wolverine or she she pretend to be fucking... Um... Well, no, because remember they said specifically they copy everything down to the spirit power? So they can't identify, remember, in the in the house arc? Yeah, maybe... Okay, we'll have to look into that, but that feels like if he had that power, they should have used it in a better way, like maybe, I don't know, copying Sensui. Yeah, maybe, but, you know... Uh, he would have to touch yeah. Sensui in order to get his power. You can touch somebody more than one way. Touch them magically. In the heart. <laughs> yeah, touch. He's got the touch... Uh, anyways, uh, so when she gets shocked because like, you know, some birds fly by and there's thunder, she freaks out and for a split second there's a exclamation point, like, like a manga style thing, but it's like either there for one frame or two frames. It was really weird and I was just like, why don't you only cut this in for one frame, but okay. Uh, so this cuts to Quenma asking his father for a favor. Yep. That they're pretty, uh... I don't. Really I know big. the context. He was like, "I need to do something for you." And George is there, like doing the Japanese, put your head on the ground, begging for forgiveness, or, uh, or I, I was never. It's originally a Chinese thing. Uh, it it became a Japanese thing later, mm-hmm. but it's it's called kowtowing, and it's a way of showing reverence to usually a ruler, mm-hmm. or if you're performing extreme uh, extreme apology. I gotcha. My new band. Extreme <laughs> apology. Uh, I'm mostly apologizing for the quality of the music. But yeah, uh, Super Battle Tennis time! Should have used Gianni's mixcape. <laughs> so, uh, the demon man starts to pose, uh, like Patrick says, like a pillar man. Seriously, he's doing the pillar man poses and stuff. And yep, hey, the king de- kind demon man shakes his hand like, good luck, good game, have fun. And uh, the best thing happened is that they use a fight stick and buttons like the true arcade master should. 
So, like I said, no controllers. Could use the arcade stick. Actually, yeah, this is weird now that I think about it, that it's a arcade stick in this thing, even though when they later show the hardware that he was channeling, it is clearly not. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> How does this emulation work? It's not emulation, it's FPGA inter- interpretation. Oh, yeah, so he uses Spirit FPGA, I forgot. Spirit FPGA, where are you at, Joe? You gotta get with the times. He can't play it on a game console, or else you need to upscale it. Man, this is getting yeah. bad. I'm sorry, guys. That was yeah. shit. That was shit on my end. <laughs> All right, so so it cuts the coin. Yeah, we got that. And yep. so while the game is going on, <laughs> it's basically while Seaman is battling the Demon Man, um, Game Masters are shit talking him from the sidelines, saying like. Yo, weak ass. If Mr. Sunsi knew you were a weak ass and that you were going to cave. He starts saying other things like wear your curly mustache at, Pringles, <laughs> scoops Hagen does. It's very weird. And then he's like he's like, check out my mixtape. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> he's in here with the mango sentinel. No one's gonna get this. <laughs> Anyways, um yeah, so he one of the things that he says is just basically like, Oh yeah, we were both school outcasts. When Mr. Sensby says it was because I'm really strong and you're really weak. And it's it's very weird. It's it's very um it's kind of an almost an anime trope where it, but it's usually used with siblings where yeah. it's just like, oh, we're both from an abusive family, but our parents treasure me even if they abuse us both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it felt like that trope, but applied to two dudes who are not related and have weird pseudo pedo dad sense we yeah they, they have they have daddy issues i swear and i feel Just like it also kind of reflected like their personalities where game master kind of has this sense of superiority where he kind of thinks he's above everyone thus he's an outcast because he made himself an outcast because he didn't want to associate with the rest of the plebes yeah while well, see, man, he sees him as the lowest of the plebes, thus got kicked around by the other plebes. Mm-hmm. It's like just a plebe Olympics. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever wins, you lose. Uh, Olympics. <laughs> my favorite event next, my favorite event, begging. Plebathlon. Plebathlon. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the opponent's name is uh, Game Genie, and Patrick has written, therefore he cheats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, aka he cheats, Game Genie, you know? Yep. <laughs> Action Replay is his friend. What, what, what about the, was it the Action Replay uh, Game Shark? That's yeah. That's Game Shark. Yeah. No, that's a stand, Game Shark. Game Shark. <laughs> uh, so it's a tough game, but Seaman ends up winning. In like, so they, to save money, they definitely show less of them playing tennis and more just like, oh, here's a trajectory of a ball at the corner of a field and just overlays of the score. And I'm like, I'm down with this. It's just funny that like they were inspired to do some really cool artistic shit. I like to the, save money on animation. Mm-hmm. I like the really cute vi- animation victory of uh, of Seaman was like jumping up at the. Oh thing. yeah, that yeah. was really cute. I was like, oh, that's so cute. I uh, oh, and in the English version, the the fucking demons like, oh, ho, 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 I am the loser. <laughs> <laughs> like in almost exactly that voice, it's very weird. And, and, the, and the gem is like, oh, guess I lost. Good game. <laughs> that's way more normal than what the fuck happened in the US version. Yeah, no, I, that demon's anything. That DMG is anything but normal. Nice. So the episode ends, and uh, in the only in the U.S. version, just because like I normally skip over the episode previews, but this time I just had it on because I was like eating at the time. And Botan claims to have had like a high score in Miss Pac-Man, and she's like, "Why did they not take me?" Aww. So extra canonical material. I mean, yeah, just, Yusuke is Yusuke is very sexy. He's an, he underestimates all of his woman companion, his woman friends. 
You're not wrong. I think Yusuke needs to grow up a bit in that regard. Yeah, man. There's going to be some lines in season four you're going to be like, what is going on? But mm. yeah, <laughs> you'll see. It's like he like keeps questioning Genkai. He's like, oh, uh, he, she can't do it, does it? She I think that one was more ageist, but like he he he's definitely sexist on other things. But I think his thing on Genkai and video games was ageism. Yeah, less sexism because I mean the lady gave you her energy ball so that you way you could become more powerful. Yeah, give her some credit. Yeah. So yeah, what do you guys think of the episode? I like it. Yeah. It was fun. I love. I like episodes like this. I think um, the game master Aonuma is just like this funny brat of a kid, so it's fun to watch him shit talk all these teenagers. Yeah. What if I told you that there's an entire season of Hunter Hunter that's basically this episode? I can't imagine an entire season based on <laughs> oh. just kids shit talking older kids. It's this plus like plus cards. Oh. So it's people collecting cards and using them on each other. It's really so Yu-Gi-Oh. So I know <laughs> yeah, two, like two of our friends really like that season. I'm like, re- I'm not a big fan of that season, but uh, you'll see. That's it's a it's a fucking video game card game. The season. What? Dungeon Dice Monsters. Yep. So episode eighty two. If you could play forever, aka Game Master's fearsome aptitude. I kind of like the U.S. version one because it's a bit creepier. Mm. Like it's just like, oh, that's weird. Why don't you that song? Time in the bottle. If I could have time in a bottle. I could see that. If you could play for him. So in this uh, episode, uh, Yusuke's team must win three more rounds to defeat the Game Master and move on to Sensui's Lair. The hold of the demon world is rapidly expanding. Can they make it there in time to prevent the end of the world? Mm. Nope. That one's dead. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. So, after the humiliating defeat of the Pillar Man elf, the Game Master pulls the slot again and gets a level 6 opponent. Um, the game that's chosen is Battle Hell. Helly. Ba- Battle Helly. It's a shoot 'em up game in which the player has to defeat the Battle Elf within three lives, or they lose, and or die. I didn't know at the time if they died or not, if they lost, because the thing is that, that they didn't make it clear that if they, they lose, they died. But if mm-hmm. they lose, just nothing happens. Yeah, they clarify that later in the episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was, that's, so you don't want to die part. And it reminds me, of, have you ever played Under Defeat, Joe? No, I haven't. I never had a Dreamcast. It's it's a really cool shooting them up with a helicopter and you know, go in multi-direction. It's really fun. If you guys ever get the chance, you should play that game on the Dreamcast. But it's the same concept, shoot them up with a helicopter. It's really unique and fun. Hmm. And then Genkai steps up to the challenge and walks up to the control panel. And then the control panel magically becomes a, co- a cockpit with a joystick. And everything around her turns into Top Gun, except with helicopters. (laughs) So, something that was weird to me with this is they then describe the rules of the game, and they're like, yeah, each player can destroy the other's base. But, like, it feels like a normal shmup where it's just, like, one person versus a whole army. And, like, it didn't feel like there was any possibility of the other guy going through her army and getting the base. And they never showed her army nor her base. So it just felt weird that they established these parallel rules, and then when they actually showed it, it was nothing like that. Listen, they need to move the plot along, Joe. They can't. They can't uh, waste time on the, the finer details. I was gonna combine it. I was gonna compare it to. Uh, have you heard of the game Herzog's Vi? Yeah, I was. I was gonna compare it to fucking Herzog's Vi based on the rules they laid out, and then nothing that actually happens is like Herzog's Vi. Herzog's Vi, for anyone who doesn't know, was one of the first real-time strategy games, but it's actually a shmup. Like, you fly around a plane and are trying to destroy the other team's <laughs> base, and they're trying to do the same to you. 
It's pretty cool. I think it's on the Genesis, right? Yep, it's Genesis. Or the Mega Drive if you're a UK listener. Or or Japanese or anywhere that's not the US. Sorry, copyright law. What are you going to do about it, buddy? Uh, but yeah, um, yep, so Ginkai beats level 1 with ease. But Yusuke's like, Yusuke doesn't think she can beat level 2, though. Like, she can't do it, Ginkai. And then Ginkai puts <laughs> Really you, inspirational. Yeah, and then Ginkai puts Yusuke in his place, slipping through the boss and beating the level with ease. And Ginkai repl- replies to Yusuke, how do you think I lived that this long? I feel like the way that she did that was super unnecessary, because she probably could have just shot and timed it, but she's like, nah, man, I'm going to do the highest score. I'm going to fucking go in, shoot it up close, and go back out in the most dangerous way possible. She's just flexing on everybody. Yeah. yeah she's, she's, she's like, you know what? You guys are new cakes. I'm going to take this and beat it. Do take that. Yep. So then, so now you should stay from the last boss, which is the, the, the elf man and the helicopter. And pulls out a lot of crazy maneuvers, backflips, aileron rolls, barrel rolls, and doing a shit ton of flips, and then shoots him to death and wins. And everyone's impressed, and she lands a helicopter, and uh, for some reason they kept kept referring to her as as a, was it Goose? Goose, yeah. (laughs) Top Gun? Yeah, I got it, I got it. (laughs) So Yusuke is next and gets action battle, dark martial arts. Well, you forgot the part where they played volleyball. God damn it! It's a very homoerotic volleyball scene. (laughs) Um, So, question: I so I did not watch this in Japanese, but I read it with Japanese subtitles and it said dark martial arts. Did they say ankoku bujutsu? Uh, Isn't that Naruto's move? No, that's uh, that's fucking. Kage Bunshin no Jutsu. So uh, the reason I asked if they said Ankoku Bujutsu is like so you remember the martial the dark the dark tournament? Yeah. yeah. That's like a, the English translation of something that's more accurately like dark martial arts like tournament. And so if you take out the Kai part, it would just be dark martial arts. And I'm wondering if they explicitly just named it the same thing as the dark tournament minus the tournament part. Gotcha. Maybe. Maybe. All right. He knows. <laughs> so there's a little side note here. It says, I like the winning options. They have Pooh, Game Master, and but what? Like, do you know on the slot things where it's like going? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, did have, I didn't even notice. I didn't think of that as weird. You're right. That's... It's like they had Gen- yeah, they had Genkai. Where was the names? I lost them. Uh, Pooh, Pooh, Botan, and the Game Master. And I was wondering, what happens if you get three Poohs and three Botans or three Game Masters? Do you like get like like a bunch of coins or something? Or do you instantly win? We'll never know. We'll R.I.P. <laughs> uh, so when Yusuke walks up to the controls, the characters on the screen look like they're doing pillar men poses. So basically continuing the flexing from earlier. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, Jojo. Jojo uh, obsession. <laughs> so uh, they're able to use uh, three players. If they all die, Yusuke loses. Uh, he starts out real cocky and loses a life being a fucking noob, according to Patrick. <laughs> he is. He's like Russian and like he gets his ass whooped and like... And Genkai's, like, like backseat gamer, like, you gotta attack their weak point for massive damage. Yeah, so something that was weird about it is he basically kicks their ass if they were not Lord Z putty patrollers from Season 2 of Power Rangers. Where it's like, <laughs> you gotta hit them in the chest or else they don't actually die. And you'd be fun of me for making deep cuts. <laughs> hey, man, that's not that deep a cut. Everyone's seen Power Rangers. Yeah, they all they totally know their names were the putty clan <laughs> guys. Yeah, why not? Um, but then, like, so the, the he beats them, and then, like, a giant dude... Like, the, the other guy grows huge. The somewhat problematic-looking elf genie guy grows huge. And it turns into Attack on Titan stuff. Season the Essen und Wilson Diego. 
Thank you. I forgot you can actually pronounce German unlike me. They are the, what, what, they are, they are the eaten and we are the hunters. Yeah. Thank Sie God. Season und wir sind das Essen und wir sind die Jäger. Oh my God. Uh, so he, he then gets fucking kicked and thrown into a mountain. Uh, and Ooh. then Genkai just yells like, have you guys ever seen the movie The Wizard? This is a deep cut. I'm sorry. Is it, That's the one with David Bowie, right? No, that's... No, fuck you. No, The Wizard's the one about, uh, like... Of Oz, right? Where it's no. Like... <laughs> the Wizard's the one about, like, an autistic kid where they're like, we gotta get this kid to California to California. play in a... Okay, you have seen it. Fuck I've you. I've seen it. I know. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, like, messing They up. get him to California to play in a video game tournament, and they're playing Mario 3 for the first time on U.S. Shores, but they say stuff where it's like, how did you know that? You couldn't possibly have known that, where the girl is just like, get the whistle! <laughs> and it felt, it felt like that right now when Genkai's like, get the power potion! <laughs> Yeah. In the ja- Japanese version, she says, get the giant growth formula. While in the Latin American version, she says, get the monster drink. <laughs> get, get the monster energy drink. Get the monster energy drink. You did what? Fam. <laughs> yeah, fam. Please. I'm just imagining cool gang guy. Anyways, <laughs> so he drinks his drink and grows bigger. Thank you, Metabolife. Uh, big, he gets big what? Yusuke energy. <laughs> Where the fuck was that at? Drinks his drink. Drinks highest drink. I I didn't write that. You wrote that one. I know. I fucked it up. His drink. I didn't mean to put drink. It was bigger. (laughs) Yeah, but he drank big. He got big Yusuke energy. (laughs) He uh, punches the elf man into the mountain and wins. I wrote that the guy is kind of an unfortunate Mr. Popo esque stereotype. He has like dark skin, large lips, and then he's dressed like a genie. It's like ah, this feels uh, weird. Yeah, I was watching a lot of Dragon Ball recently, and man, I felt uncomfortable. Like, like <laughs> Mr. Popo is a problem. No, <laughs> no like half the half the characters that were, Af- were that were black were like looking like this. Oh, geez, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it, like the only one who looks like not like that terribly is like uh, General Black from the Red Ribbon Army, but he's a jerk. So it's just like, hey, Dragon Ball, really good on representation. Yeah, that and Goku's yeah. naked for half the series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like his tiny dick out. It's great. It's like, why? It's like, I feel uncomfortable watching this. Can we not? So uh, after Yusuke beats the thing, he, you know, after beats he beats the, the beat him up, he says, uh, I've had crazier fights in real life, which is accurate. He has. Yeah. I mean, he I mean, he didn't fight like giant mus- muscle man. Wait for, oh, yeah, he'd fuck off. Uh, after the display of Onage, Game Master whips off his coat in a very shonen anime antagonist style and proclaims that now it's his turn, which is also very shonen anime. Uh, so everyone starts freaking out and Kurama gets super worried they're going to lose here because uh, he basically points out like, hey man, uh, Game Master would not choose to play this game unless he was much better than the actual Game Master. And then he hits the lever. So they get Quiz, General, Level G, Snoop Dogg, D-O-double-G. Yeah, uh, and you know, Game Master's kind of sad about this. In the U.S. version, he's like, "Ah, oh, that's my least favorite." I don't know why I turned him into Urkel there. Uh, <laughs> Did I do that? Yeah, in the Japanese version, he's like, "Did I do that?" <laughs> that's one of my worst games. Do y'all, do y'all have some cheese? And then, and then he stopped. And then he stopped the Earth from getting hit by an asteroid. Wait, what? Oh my god! Is that a Sonic the Hedgehog? No, no, that literally happened in fucking. Oh yeah, it was the mod. mod. Yeah, he fucking stopped the meteoroid from hitting Earth. I yeah. dude, I don't remember that, but I'll trust you because some weird shit happened in fucking Family Matters. If y'all don't, let's remember. just say that's the last season. <laughs> yeah. They were given up, like yeah, whatever. Oh, okay, so they did the opposite of the last season of Dinosaurs, where the world did like fucking get hit by an yeah, asteroid. They, they saved it. They're like, you're like, fuck you, dinosaurs. <laughs> 
So uh, Kaito Kid uh, goes up against him and doesn't shake his hand and is totally showing some... Wow, who wrote BM? Was it you? Yeah. Dude, I didn't know people used BM outside of, like, Asian cultures. That's no. a bad manner. Well, I mean, a lot. that's like a, game, a fighting game thing. So oh, like okay, yeah. It must BM have come in bad that. manners. That's interesting, yeah. I'd only heard, like, BM, like, in, like, Asian context. But I guess fighting games are half an Asian context. Uh, but yeah, so offered to give Kaito a handicap, but he was like, nah. Nah, son, I'm good. So first question comes up, and uh, basically three words display on screen, and Kaito immediately presses and gets it. And then, uh... <laughs> wow, okay, you read this line. Alright, he flexes his Generoso's quiz knowledge. Says there's over 17,000 questions in, the, in this version. And he knows everyone. Either memorized it or hacked into it. Either way, that guy's got no life, and that's probably why he's single. I think, I think he's memorized it whether or not he's hacked into it, but he has memorized it. Uh, so he says there's only three questions dealing with the Amazon, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's only three questions dealing with the Amazon with answers that he knows he was able to figure it out of a certain amount. Patrick, say your thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. So he goes on saying that there's two questions with the Amazon, but what about questions going www.amazon.com? We can enter code YYH show and receive 20% off your next order. That's I wish not, this was that's true. That's not true. Can we get an affiliate link? Hashtag not sponsored. How do I anything? We need to get an affiliate link, y'all. Uh, so and then buy Yu Haku, Haku show, Yu Yu Hockey show merchandise off of that. God damn it. So back to George and Koenma. Give us money. <sighs> Back to George and Koenma begging to Enma, and, uh... I think you got that right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Enma or Yama, either one works. Uh, got the permission to do something, and, uh, very passionate George wanting to go with Koenma. Like, you see that show, wait, don't go without me! Oh, yeah. It fades to, like, like the the mono, like, the black and white, or... It's pretty cool. Or the the manga with the, the, the brownish background, the watercolors. Yep, so gets back to the game, and, like, Game Master, like right when you're able to just fucking hits the button before anything shows up but number and, 11 yeah and he gets the god damn it he gets the question completely correct and everyone's like how is that possible because you know at first you're like oh well he made the territory so maybe he's just hacking into it it turns out not actually he's memorized the uh he's memorized not only the questions but also has figured out the incredibly complex randomization function like, randomization math equation that's used to do the random stuff. Because, basically, he points out, like, oh, you guys think it's random, but it's actually the result of an incredibly complicated equation. Hey, Joe, have I ever told you about parallel universes? Oh, my God. <laughs> have you all ever seen that? There's this video on the sky that literally fucking breaks down. It's like, oh, yeah, so Super Mario, like Super Mario 64, here's how to beat Super Mario 64 with 0.5. Watch out for rolling rocks. And 0.5 A presses. And he literally goes through, oh yeah, so Mario has a parallel universe where if you hold the button gain momentum what? for 12, for 15 hours, you can use the parallel universe. It makes sense up. in context, like if you watch it, because he talks about the space buffer and like going through like mm-hmm. how you're able to skip over effectively, you're able to roll over the spatial buffer if you're going at a certain speed and know where you're what? landing. But it is the longest explanation for like, and that's how I didn't have to press jump in this level. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically basically took took him fifty hours to be without a press jump. Shout out to Panico, go watch his videos or not. It's really cool, but it's also batshit insane. Watch out for Rolling Rocks, guys. But uh, yeah, and yeah, so that he that's about the same level that, that Game Master must have used. Mm. And then he gets he gets wins again, gets number seven. It's like don't. It's like get was it the seventh question right or something? Yeah. 
I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I wrote seven. But it's at eleven. Yeah, I don't know. He wants to do Hie and uh, blow the fuck out of the game. He slashes the screen in two and does a cool pose, but the screen is fine. And I wrote, stab the kid. Oh my god, hey, you idiot. <laughs> it probably wouldn't have worked because he'd probably, he's probably thinking back to when he tried that against Kaito and his sword fucking like, broke apart. Yeah, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to lose his soul again and end up being like a... They, what they look kind of like those the jelly balls that he used. Oh yeah, the jelly donuts. Yeah. No. God damn it. Um, but yeah, he was probably just thinking like, well, we can just cut our way out of here. It turns out that's not the case. You can't always solve life in that manner. You can't just cut things up whenever you're mad, whenever you're sad or frustrated. I beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> this trend will continue in Hunter x Hunter. Uh, so Kaito continues to screw up. His defeat will be assured soon. So he just... He just starts fucking guessing randomly, and it turns out there's a guess penalty. So, like, he's trying to, like... This is the one strategy you can deploy if the other person's able to do this stuff, is just start guessing randomly, and there's a small probability that you'll make it. But because of the guess penalty, they've made it so that, like, it is highly unlikely. So, like, if we wanted to, we could chart out, like, what is the likelihood this would have worked. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably pretty low, spoilers. But, like, it was the best thing he could have done at the moment. He, he has a 20... It's four questions... Four buttons, so he's a... He has a point twenty five percent, the twenty five percent chance, and of being right. you can only get three wrong before like they just tell you to fuck off. And so like, yeah, there's Spoilers, a chance, but they like, told him to fuck off. if yeah. anyone wants to run the numbers and hit us up on our Twitter at the Yu Haka Show with two O's, with two O's, is that their Facebook? I don't remember at the Yu Haka Show. Show O. Show O. Yes. Thundercats. Um, but yeah, just hit us up with the probabilities. We'll we'll publish those in our new journal that we're creating, the Journal of Yu Hakusho Studies. Dead, <laughs> we call it Dead Journal. <laughs> yes, it's up there with a canceled book. <laughs> uh, anyone whose name is in this will be canceled. Uh, but yeah, so basically, Kaito says, uh, you know, he was surprised that uh, Game Master is like just like enjoying this. Patrick, you, you wrote you aren't. I'm I'm wondering what's up with that. No, it's like it's like it's like he, like no Kaito is like it's like he's enjoying the game and it's and it's the kids like you aren't enjoying it. Oh, okay. It's kind of okay. weird because like, no, it's like funny. It's like oh man, I can't believe this kid's actually enjoying this game. Yeah, it's like why? It's a game. You know, it's like playing Mario Party with kids. They're like, this is great, and you're like, this is terrible and a waste of time. It's like, damn it, I should be winning this. Just punch a kid. Psh. If they all lose, they can continue. Uh, you know, basically unlimited continues or give up and then they die. Yeah. That's what I want to do sometimes. Sounds just give like up and die. <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> oh god, it's okay. Yeah, you like a dark flash story about that. Then they all figure out that the point of this whole like arcade game is not to actually kill Teen Yamashi. It's just to stall them so that there's enough time to allow the hole to open up. So, I have a note here that says during Mitari sort of explaining things about Amanuma's powers. In the US version, he says Mr. Sensui didn't really let it, didn't really want him to use his powers up till now. In the Japanese version, uh, didn't actually mention this. And this is an important difference that is hinting at something that's going to happen later. So, the US version, again, because they had the whole script in front of them instead of being written week to week, was able to make hints again. Yeah. Yay. So, only two hours until the tunnel is open, and in the meantime, since we decides to watch a movie until the time comes. Guess, you know what movie he was watching, you ask? Well, I mean, we shouldn't even have to say it at the point, because it's the best two-hour movie that, of all time in the series. Goodfellas, hmm. of course. 
was thinking of watching Good Godfather Part Two, but it was over three hours, so it would have been Demon Central before you'd be. Able to I watch can't that. tell if you're referencing something or you just really like no, Goodfellas. It, I literally just looked up movies that were two hours long. Oh my god! And, and saw what would make more sense, so I just typed in Goodfellas. It would be great if he was watching Goodfellas. It's a great movie. You see, sense of each other like you find me funny, like how funny, ha ha funny. And fucking... And Itsuki, Itsuki's like, I, I hate it when he does this bit. It fucking sucks. Anyways. God damn it. What do you guys think of the episode? I liked it. I thought it was really intense. Yeah, I, I really like uh, the different types of games. It's nice to see action that's not always, you know, physical fighting. Yeah. I mean, I did like use case fights too. <laughs> Just... But, yeah, I liked it a lot. I enjoy watching Kaito lose his cool. Cause <laughs> only cause he's it's so like good. Take that, Kaito. He's such. He's like that smug nerd that you know he always thinks he's better than you because his grades are slightly higher, and he probably Ooh. he's like quoting like I don't know Nietzsche, Nietzsche, <laughs> Nietzsche or something, and he's like he's that. One nerd in your human event class that thinks he's wow. That's an incredibly ASU specific (laughs) reference for anyone who went to fucking Arizona State University. I bet y'all can relate to this. Uh, He's that one fucking nerd. He's that one kid in your human event class who always talks more than the professor, and he wears really like he still wears jeans that he wore from seventh grade and his debate T-shirts from like. Freshman year. <laughs> I feel like y'all are talking about a very specific person who I've never met. Listen, guys, listen, I'm just saying that I know that it was awkward in that class, but I'm just I'm just smarter than you. Just oh my yeah. god! <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, I just gotta flaunt it. I mean, look at my my nice my, my nice mom jeans. Right? I'm just like I just gotta show off that I'm smarter than everybody because I'm I'm the best. He destroys you with facts and logic. Exactly. Uh, ben Shapiro was in your class. Weird. <laughs> no. Imagine you just turn around and like, who is this guy? Turns around fucking Ben Shapiro takes off a mask against Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh it's like, goddamn. Okay, so, um, before, before I begin this debate, uh, go, uh, watch our sponsor, uh, www. Like, I listen, I used to listen to his pod, his podcast, and every time, every time anything happens, he fucking throw out a sponsor. He's like, okay, before I get into this, uh, I'm gonna talk about a sponsor, uh, military grade, Gun place. It sounds like know. him and Joe Rogan are two opposite sides of a weird coin. They're they're like the ultimate Dio and Jotaro standoff. Oh god! Imagine that. That's the well. The, I mean, the thing is though, like if that fight were to ever actually happen, like Joe Rogan Joe would murder him. It's like, oh, oh, you're approaching me, Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, Joe uh, Rogan. Uh, yeah, I can't get closer to you without punching. Okay. Then get as close as you like. <laughs> also, 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 SJWs stay away. God damn it. Anyways, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when they actually talk about like what movie? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> fuck you. So I was gonna say I do like that. Like the U.S. version really hints at what's coming up, while the Japanese version is kind of more mum about it. Yeah. Jojo Rogan. Jojo Rogan. I'm fucking done. Anyways, speaking of done, episode 83, Game Over, aka The Remaining Measure, Kurama's Resolve. I kind of like Game Over better. I think Game Over fits more in, like, a US context. Like, while while people do say Game Over in Japanese video games, obviously, I think there's more of, like, the fucking, uh, is it Aliens? Where the guy's like, Game Over, man! Or is is that Alien vs. Predator? I think that was Eight Legged Freaks. (laughs) I don't fucking I would expect it from eight like it freaks. That also that showed was... some ASU. <laughs> really? Someone was set in Arizona. Are you kidding me? I didn't know that actually. I've never yeah, seen eight letter freaks. They literally 
Oh my god, it's god. so good. There's literally a scene where they hide in like one of the ASU labs. Are you serious? <laughs> what, what lab is it? I don't know. Which, I don't remember. I look it up. It's like Bridgeart Engineering. Yeah, it's fucking Bridgeart. <laughs> it's like you just sit in the seat. Oh shit, that's where that's where I ate like ramen every day. <laughs> they murdered a guy there. Uh, but anyways, the episode, with only two hours until the tunnel opens and unleashes a horde of demons upon the world of the living, Kurama steps forth to battle Game Master for the right to move on to Sensui's lair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it starts out with the game just start to feel sad for Game Master as he's just being used by Sensui. I don't know if, I think we may have skipped it earlier, but it basically it's just saying that, you know, he doesn't really understand what's at stake. He doesn't understand the rules, you know? Right. Or what's going on. And then, uh, he basically pulled a lever again, got level uh, uh, level G. Uh, it didn't have any other things with what they were playing. It just cut out. So just level G. Like the, There's the two slots and just level G. I don't know that, that was about subtitles crapped out on me. Did yeah. that? I, I I don't know what it said at that time. but yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Chrome goes up and plays 3-7, which I guess is the which is the invention of 7 of 9, uh, which Kaito 1412 describes as Puyo Puyo or Tetris, where he literally says, it's like Puyo Puyo or Tetris, which I'm kind of he, surprised. Yeah, he doesn't say that in the U.S. version. In the U.S. version, he says something fucking stupid, where he's like, it's a measure of your spatial reasoning, math, and dexterity. <laughs> Why didn't you just say Puyo Puyo or Tetris? Well, I think because in the U.S., they'd have, like, there's much more strict copyright stuff on that, so it's like, you mentioned Puyo Puyo and Tetris? Puyo Puyo not being regularly licensed in the U.S.? We're suing you. Mm. But it was interesting watching the Spanish version, where they also said Tetris and Puyo... But, like, because of, like, the accent of, like, that specific voice actor, like, so the Y noise in Spanish can vary from, like, CH to, like, to L to J. So they're like, Pujo Pujo. And I'm like, yes, I will also play Pujo Pujo. (laughs) Pujo Pujo Pop, my favorite game on the the Genesis. Ah, yes. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Pujo Pujo. Pujo. (laughs) Anyways. Kirby's Pujo Lynch. (laughs) God, Pujo Lynch. That's I don't know what that sounds like. That is but something. You never played Kirby's Avalanche? No, I have played okay, Well no, actually I've yeah. not played Kirby's Avalanche, but I know that it is a Puyo Puyo gotcha. game. Okay. Uh so yeah, in the US and Japanese versions at this point they mentioned that since we said not to play this till now, uh and in the Japanese version they say this is the first time he's played this under his power. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because like it's kinda wait, where is that where's that Uh it's in red. Red, I gotcha. And so the first time yeah, saying not to play this till now. And it's and it says can theoretically play for hours, and then Kurama just realizes, oh shit! If you lose the game, you'll die. And it's like, what are you if talking about? If you lose about? in the game, you die in real life. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, if they win, game now dies, which will be recreated by the true's game ending. And it cuts to the game master like dead, like game master has died. Game master has died. And died. Like, oh, died. 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 Oh, died. needs braces. Shin. <laughs> Shin. Shin. <laughs> Basically, Sensui tricked Gaming's Game Master into <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Game Master into not playing that game because it implied that Game Master's own death would happen just in case he lost or whatever. And Karama is very frustrated. He clutches his fist until they bleed. Have you guys ever tried doing that? Uh, I don't really try to make myself. No. I've tried doing it. It it's really difficult. I've never been able to do it. I just thought like, wow, not. he he should have filed his nails. Before. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's got those like giant nails, like tries to do stuff. <laughs> 
He's wearing a, you know, like traditional Thai dance, how they like have like the like big nails that they use. I'm just oh, imagining yeah. he's just fucking wearing those. Crumb, why are you wearing your big nails again? It makes me feel pretty. He got acrylics. Acrylics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining someone's like, Chroma, you don't need that to feel pretty. You are. And he's like, thanks, guys. I really need I don't that. need your validation. It's my choice. <laughs> I'm not I'm doing, doing this for you. I'm doing it for me. <laughs> you oh go, Chroma. So uh, there's a deep meta going on where since we planned on them realizing it will kill Game Master and like you know they don't want him to die. It's like it's like a double double uh, double mind game where it's like he is, he doesn't want him to find out that he's going to die, but he also wants them to find out that he is going to die. So that way both of them know they're going to die, but he doesn't realize it, and it's like they have to live in that moral dilemma of killing a child. This is one of the few since we planning way too far ahead things that I actually am like I could see you actually planning this ahead, and th- this was good. Yeah. The, uh, some of the others, I'm like that's insane, but this one, I'm like this was good. So, a uh, very drastic turn when they start referring to him by his actual name. Oh, start referring to uh, Matari? Yeah, they, they refer oh, to Amanuma, Amanuma, sorry. Um, just because it's like, it shows that change from victim. I never from, put that together, that's really From cool. boss to victim. Yeah. Oh. Also, also when I, I wanted to bring this up that kind of, the, 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 the deep meta with that reminds me of the Revenant problem. Mm-hmm. What is the Revenant problem? Uh, that's when, that's when you have a Revenant, Revenant from Doom barreling down a, a long thing to a teleporter. And you can either you can either send them to kill a bunch of crack, crackle demons, fire crackle demons, or avert the crackle demons or the revenant and have him kill one crackle demon. So that way he kills. He, but you have to live with that dilemma where you have, it's either you kill more people and you save yourself or save the other person, or is you save more but you kill a person that's living in your consciousness. But then you have that the thing in your consciousness where you kill one person, or you ignore it and you kill the five people. Speaking of no no no, I'm just thinking. Speaking of people getting killed, apparently Sarah's dying right now. So my joke was really that bad. Sorry, Sarah. (laughs) She had to go to another room and cough because how she choked on Patrick's joke. Sorry, I'm really bad. Too funny. (laughs) (laughs) But have you ever seen that video of the Revenant? No, I haven't actually. It's not on Doom where it's like. Hey, spoilers, guys. I, I actually work in video games, and I did not know about this, because apparently I'm not as up-to-date with the culture as I should be. Yeah, but I'll show you. The show Revenant you was talking about the Leonardo DiCaprio film. No. It's like, I'm having to hide in a bear. <laughs> yes. Wait, <laughs> that's not what happened in that movie. I, I think it's mauled by a bear. Oh, no, I, didn't he have you, to you hide in, Wars. like, a dead corpse? No, no he had to pretend to be dead after getting, like, mauled. Uh, you know, that's, that, that series is crazy, because that's actually, like, that's like a toned-down version of what really happened. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember reading about the toned-down version in U.S. history, and then when I heard they were making a movie, I was like, hell yeah! And then, like, we saw the movie, and I'm like, oh, not nearly as weird. Mm. Yeah, no, like, they toned down the movie, the real story is, like, really messed up. I mean, well, really cool, I guess. It's 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 pretty metal because mm-hmm. like he he like has like fucking his back is like rotting because of the mauling. Oh. Like so when he's first like healing up, he like just like gets onto a dead log and just has the maggots eat part of his back so he oh. can start walking again. Oh wow! And it turns out when they hunt they him, didn't do it in the movie. Yeah, and it turns out when they finally he finally hunts the guy down, it turns out yeah you can't kill him as part of the U.S. service, like, and he just like gives it like, oh well I guess I can't do nothing so he goes away. Because killing him would be, a, would be a crime against the United, a federal crime that's like really bad. So he can't get his revenge, unfortunately. I don't think he ever did. Anyway. Yeah, and then one of the other people who he caught who was not working for the U.S. military, he didn't kill because like when he saw the guy's face, he's like, 
oh, you're like 17. Oh. Like it was a guy who was like basically an like a, a an aide for the yeah. for the military, and he thought like he was abandoned by like a bunch of grown men. It's like one of them was like a fucking kid. So he's like, I'm not going to murder you. Actually, I understand why you did this. Either way, biggest badass in U.S. history. Up there. Up there? I don't know. Yeah. Who would you say the biggest badass in U.S. history is? This is a discussion for another time because I'd have to compile a list. <laughs> we'll get that list next time. But either way, look up Revenant, the movie, and the Revenant problem on YouTube. That's a... I'll show you later, Joe. All right, so where were we? Anyways. Uh, they start referring to him as uh, Amanuma. Uh, Kurama's got to kill Amanuma, even though it will be uh, the death of an innocent child to save the realm. To save the realm. So it's like that It's that problem where it's like, save, kill the child and save the realm and have that in your conscience. Or do nothing and destroy the realm, and you also die too, so. No. So they go to a flashback at an arcade where they're actually playing arcade noises. Yeah, no, like, it's not like one of those fake things. It's literally, you can hear the Pac-Man arcade sounds and everything. It sounds like an actual arcade, like, you go into. It's, it's cool. pretty good, yeah. They did good. So, uh, they cut to Sensui being a 27-year-old playing arcade games with children, <laughs> which is pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, according to Game Master, Sensui is amazing at arcade games. So that means Sensui probably beat him at a racing game or something, because I think they mentioned playing that together. Mm-hmm. Dude was probably born in 67, uh, because he, like, you know, he's 27 at the time of this, so he would have been born in 67, meaning he was 12 during the Space Invaders craze. So probably that's how Sensui got really into gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sensui's a hashtag real gamer. He, he went <laughs> to the Invader houses. I don't know what that is. Those are the, the space invader things. So that's what I think. That's why they call them invader houses. I have to look that up. I could be wrong. I'm not. I'm not a hashtag true gamer. So, <laughs> <laughs> even though both me and Patrick have run podcasts about video games, we're not hashtag true gamers. Well, I, I don't count my facts right. I ain't true gamer. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, so so what's weird is in the Japanese version, or at least the Japanese subs, something I didn't notice before was that at this point, Amanuma does not have his powers since we just assumes he's going to get powers. And I'm now wondering whether or not since we has, like, as part of, you know, having about, like, really, really good spirit awareness, like, you know, mm-hmm. Kuwabara level, Wait, but, like, not being an idiot. Didn't he say that he was also a spirit detective at one point? He so was. wouldn't he have powers? Well, no, he does, but I wonder if, like, one of his powers is the ability to understand someone has potential for something but hasn't developed it. Which is maybe something that Kuwabara would have if he wasn't an idiot. Sure, let's pretend that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because Kuwabara has incredibly high spirit sense. Like, mm-hmm. his body naturally is trying to adjust to what's happening in the world right now uh, because it's sensing it, even though he's not mentally putting it together. So let's say there's someone who's actually able to mentally put it together, and his name is Shinobu Sensui. So probably that's how he's able to, like, fucking weirdly groom this kid for his suicide cult. Yeah. Yeah, that was really creepy. I was like, man, I'm surprised nobody says anything about this. 27-year-old guy taking this kid to dinner. Yeah. Oh, look, they're a weird date. It's very weird. Like, for the record, I don't think there's actually anything sexual here, but man, it looks suspicious as hell. Yeah, I probably would, I probably would call his parents. It's just some 27-year-old guy meeting. Oh, yeah, maybe they just right. thought. Maybe they just thought that fucking uh, game master was his son. They're like, oh, he's just taking his son to the arcade. Mm. I mean that. I mean that makes sense. But it's yeah. like, uh, he had a child at fifteen. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not, a, not heard or of. Or like little brother. Or like he's his uncle or something. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. So they show an image of Sensui as like a weird bird thing. <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm going to read it exactly as Patrick described it. Very creepy analogies with Sensui bird-hugging Amanuma. <laughs> Seriously, it's like this bird wings around him and it's like, gives this creepy smile hugging him. It's like, oh, what's going on? 
And then it cuts back with this cool soundtrack with this retro, this cool retro song soundtrack with it's like sounds Jet Set Radio and uh, Pac Man on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Am I gonna say it again, again, again? Am I gonna say it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jet Set Radio. Uh, so Amanuma. Try to get some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Stop playing that radio on. Try and get some sleep. So they're playing the game, and Amanuma's freaking out, and he's basically saying, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. But he's missing clear combos he should be doing. Like, he has a bunch of sevens, like, near in a row, and he's fucking it up because he's freaking the fuck out. And then Amanuma loses, and you just hear a body collapse off screen, and the heartbeat slowly plays and fades out as Karama's face gets enshrouded in shadow. Damn. Yeah, I thought it was really dark. It's amazing. Um, I really like the details that they put into this scene with, like, um, Amanima, there's a point where it focuses on his hands, and they're, like, he see his, like, right hand shaking and moving from, like, the side buttons to, like, his hand on the left controller and, like, kind of, like, shaking as if he's trying to, like, just, like, ground himself, but he can't, that's, like, how he loses and everything, mm. so... Yeah, and it, it was really sad. I thought he was, like, annoying at first, but then near the very end when he was like, I didn't realize I was going to be dying. I don't want to die. Can't you do anything so that way I won't die? And, like, it's just so kid-like, which makes yeah, it people, even yeah, sadder. Yeah, people keep running. He's like a kid. Like, it's like, you forget about that after a while. You keep, it's his enemy, but it's like, like, as soon as they realize that he's not, it's like, oh, fuck, that's just like a kid, right? Yeah, I doubt he's Damn. even, like... 10 years old, I bet he hasn't even reached the double digits yet. Yeah. Fuck, that was super dark. Yeah. So everything in the territory starts blowing up, and uh, US Yusuke references, like, oh, I didn't know this game came with a rumble pack. Yusuke, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's like, you just saw a child, you just saw your friend murder a child. Yusuke <laughs> doesn't care. It's very Final Fantasy VII, it's like, Harith died, now we gotta fucking snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, didn't somebody die? Fuck it. <laughs> Since he hears it, but he doesn't really give a shit. And he just he's watching continues. his movie? Yeah, he's watching his movie, it's man. Like, it's like, oh, I can't believe I have to share this movie with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to the gang and they're... I said cave gang. Yeah. Cave gang. So they're going into the cave, um, ready to confront Sensi and um, with a broken super Famicom and the body of... Amanuma, so they're just legit just carrying the corpse of this kid. Oh. Well, no, they carry him out. He was just, that, that's when the cave, the, the exploded, the cave, like, revealed itself just to be the uh, cave again. Yeah. And all that's laying there is his body and that broken Famicom that's, with the game in it. And Karama, he's very serious and he looks sad as well. And But also, him, he has this look of rage as well. So it's just, he he's feeling a lot of emotions right now. Mm-hmm. Very emotional. Yeah. So, cuts back to Botan and Shizuru hanging out with Pooh. Shizuru detects something ominous coming and walks off. And then it cuts to a TV that's, like, just in a store display. And they're basically like, oh, Dr. Kamiya broke out of jail! Jeez. Is it weird? Really? I thought it said he just went missing. Uh, it depends which version you're watching, but, like, in the U.S. version, it's like, Dr. Kamiya, who was involved in those murders, broke out of jail. And I'm just like, man, this is some Batman shit. Is it Botan? He becomes the Joker. Or is it Keiko? Keiko, sorry. Oh, okay, because <laughs> Botan just decided Wait, no, to No, no, skip. sorry, no, sorry. No, it, that happened, and then, sorry, it cuts to Botan. That oh. the up, he sees him, oh, you guys beat him. And Chromosome oh, appears okay. with the bad news. 
And what is the bad news? That if some, the worst happens, he will have to remove his pacifier. <gasps> he also says they're in like the eye of the storm, and that's why it seemed like it was more peaceful, but it's about to get terrible. Oh. Yes. And she just blows up in shock. She is what shock. Yeah, so Quenma was actually asking Alma for the permission to remove his pacifier, which that will be a thing that we'll explain much later. Does he get like, does he like turn, is it like Master Roshi where he gets all buff and stuff? You'll see. So Quenma takes off the baby gloves, baby gloves, <laughs> <laughs> baby gloves never worn, and, <laughs> and is about to open up a can of whoop ass. Hiei and Yusuke talk about uh, Kurama's mood, and uh, in the U.S. version, Hiei says a line that's, like, really telling and kind of terrifying. He says, you think that's the first child Kurama has killed in his day? Whoa. Yeah. Again, if Kurama, as he existed in his time in Demon World, ever showed up in the human world, he'd be a straight-up villain warlord. That is very true. Can't be deceived by his beautiful looks. Don't be fooled by the rocks that he's got. Yeah. <laughs> he's still Jenny from the block. But uh, cuts to the gang. I can either be an angle or I can be a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your angle. Okay, cut cut the gang. Cut to the gang. Uh, getting closer to the boundary tunnel and finally facing off against Sensui and Sensui giving them a warm welcome. Speaking of warm, the color palette switches from blue to orange. Hey. That famous contrast. That's like movie poster colors right there. Yes. I just saw John Wick 3. There's a lot of blue-orange going on. I want to, I need to see that movie. Don't spoil it for me. Dude, I think John Wick, more than any movie I've ever seen, like the series, it is the most in medias res thing I've ever seen in my life where they just introduce plot points like, and then do not comment on them. They're like, oh, here's where you were born, John. And they just go to another scene. It's like, what? <laughs> sounds sounds like my type of movie. I'm ready to see that. It's it's pretty great, but it's it's really weird how they do that structurally. I need to see that movie. So, uh, Kuwabara, which I misspelled as Kuwabawa, uh, is on the boat tied up <laughs> and gagged. Kuwabawa. Kuwabawa. The portal subspace uh, wall begins to crack. And we're there's a very weird fade from Sensui talking to them to the exact same shot, but Sensui in a different pose. <laughs> so it's like, you really fucked that up. He was like this, and then instantly he went like this. You, y'all didn't see what he did, but don't worry. But like basically his face is rotated a completely direction, different direction during the fade. His head's spun around. Yeah, the exorcist happened. It's very weird. <laughs> no, he's, he like, hears him, his like, head just spins, not, spins 180 degrees. Yusuke, welcome to the demon world. <laughs> oh my it's god. a lot of dramatic posing. <laughs> if you gotta if you gotta greet your nemesis, you have to do it with style. Yes. Yeah. Um, those guys. Yes, since we follow that principle. But yeah, what do you guys think of the episode? I thought it was probably one of my favorite episodes just because it was so like sad and deep. So dark. Yeah. It's I like, love it. It's like it's like the stakes are real. We're killing ch- kids now. We can't go back at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of no, true. I, I feel you, but I just like the phrase, we're killing kids now. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think the U.S. version with Hiei's line there really adds to it in a way that's fucking dark. Yeah. I think it adds, like, because I feel like with Hawk show, a lot of people don't realize some of the depth that comes with not only the characters, but, like, just the plot overall and the themes about humanity good versus evil like what that is defined and like for example with Karama what's for the greater good and like stuff like that so Mm -hmm. this is a very great way to display it without like you know the usual flashy violence that Yu Hakusho is kind of known for Mm -hmm. as well 
Yeah. It kind of put... You guys watched The Good Place? Oh my no. gosh. Everyone's I've had so much of this So there's this episode where they talk about philosophy and Hikrama's problem with whether I kill this kid to save a human race, to save the entire human world, or not do that. And so it reminds me of this episode where they... Um, have like a literal simulation of the train problem where do you kill you're the on a, the yeah. trolley problem yeah so do you run over just one man or do you run over five people <laughs> do you have to choose one path or the other yeah the revenant problem yeah right? gotcha <laughs> no that, that's what the revenant that revenant the revenant problem that, that was what the revenant problem was about as well yeah. uh, okay. that, that was the joke is that he did that did that except with Doom characters. Oh! Where, like, you start off the level with, like, these two tracks. Of this, yeah. this one character's barreling down and shoots a rocket at people. And there's, like, the... What is the, the enemy that the demons that throw the fireballs with their orange? I don't remember off the but top yeah, of my head. But, that, yeah, that's sort of what I was trying to emulate. And it's like, is this one life worth this one? So... <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, yeah, we should all get into game theory. I'm talking about mathematical game theory. Then I realized I was going to turn to... It's a game theory. <laughs> is Yusuke Sans... That's you oh said that eight times during this podcast, <laughs> and it will stop. It will not get old. God damn it! Uh, yeah, so I really liked it. I like how man shown in anime, given making me think about like philosophy and the weight of a human life versus what does it mean to be to do good. You're gonna love doing versus Hunter, doing Hunter. justice. You mean Hunter X Hunter? Yeah, why not? Hunter Times Hunter. Hunter. No, it's Hunter Cross Product Hunter. Guys, we've already gone over this. Um, but yeah, no, I feel you. And they definitely expand on... They, they further discuss this forced choice that since we made them make later in later episodes and kind of like this trying to reveal, quote-unquote, the truth of human nature to Yusuke. And, uh, you know, since we has his fucking trial of humanity plan... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like interesting. Like, I mean, what would you do if you were in Karama's shoes? Mm. I mean, I would have killed the kid too. I would have to kill the kid, Patrick. What? What would you do if you had to choose between killing the kid to save the human race, or just keep on playing the game? Kill the child. <laughs> yeah, I probably. You ever see the <laughs> no the Alex Jones thing? Where it's like the, the best sound get. He's like, kill the child. <laughs> It's like this froggy, raspy voice. That's amazing. I, if I wasn't so busy with work, like, right now, I would totally fucking watch find Alex that. Jones. No, I would not watch Alex Jones, <laughs> but I would find that clip and fucking put it in this episode. Kill the child. I'll find it. I'll put it in there. Anyways, uh, episode 84, Kurama's Anger, Gourmet's Guest, a.k.a. Kurama's Fury. Who is that, really? Oh, I actually like the Japanese one, just because it's like a almost a slant rhyme. <laughs> Boy, I doubt that it is in Japanese. No. It's a haiku in Japanese. Yeah. It's non-rhyming, but it is 575. Very weird. Um, yeah. They're both pretty good titles. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Yusuke's gang reaches Sensui's lair, but their battle to save humanity is just beginning. As the opening of the demon world widens rapidly, an old nemesis appears, and he's got Kurama in his sights. Ooh. So the episode jumps right into it with the demons overlooking everyone and the barrier is beginning to crack. He actually points out that part of the demon world is connected to something much deeper than just the maze castle. And normal humans would just die from breathing in that air. 
Or that it's winds. Yeah, it's like so far into the demon world that either like Yoki or something else would just cause humans to shrivel up and explode. You know what would be really funny? Yoki Bear. Oh, man. I hate you. <laughs> no, you know what? How about an Italian restaurant named Gnocchi Bear? <laughs> I am down for this. That sounds oh, no, cute. No, no, no a, a, a Yankees player called Yoki Bear. <laughs> it's a guy who brings me pasta named <laughs> Gnocchi <laughs> Bearer. Anyways, uh, hey, turns, hey, out, you <laughs> <laughs> turns out Sensui was watching Apocalypse Now. Uh, I think that's a joke, but it no, is. It, it, it is. Like, it looks like it's. It. We'll talk about it, but I do think they kind of do different things in the different versions. But uh, it's a little over two hours long, and uh, it kind of go with it. Go with it, man. Saigon. <sighs> Shit. I'm still only in Saigon. Every time I think I'm going to wake up back in the jungle, I hardly said a word to my wife until I said yes to a divorce. And that's acting, folks. No. <laughs> yeah, and that's Patrick's, uh, that's the the speech he gives, like, that's his fucking uh, monologue when they ask him to audition for roles. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> he also brings an electric fan with him for him to just stare at the electric fan. Yeah. And then he has a heart attack, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, and then I die. Yeah, and then I die. You also watch Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I, actually, it's kind of weird. I have to bring, like, a helicopter, yeah. jets. No, to be fair, and then I bring you commandeer a... those helicopters from the Filipino government, <laughs> and then they have to take them back when they fight actual communists. Oh I, th- I think the hardest thing was that I had to get clear, clear, uh, Clearance Clearwater Band to actually Clearance Clearwater Revival to actually play <laughs> It Ain't Me while I'm trying to audition so that's kind of that's like expensive oh my god I didn't get the role if you're wondering so so in the US version they make it they make a very big hint that it's a Cold War type movie mm. while in the Japanese version they're kind of less clear about it and they make it sound like it's a movie that romanticizes the loss of life in war for like human values um, and I think they do the Cold War thing in the U.S. version for a very specific reason, and that's kind of because that's, like, the way that Americans are going to understand, like, co- sort of pointless war. Yeah. Or at least seemingly pointless war. And, like, the way that they kind of hint at it is they're, like, they were just fighting over an idea. Some people wanted more money than others. Like, and, like, so it's kind of hinted at, like, oh, this is a question of, like, communism versus, like, capitalism. Mm. Well, in the Japanese version, it just seems like the glorification of war angle, which was obviously a problem running up to World War Two. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I, I just thought it was just Apocalypse Now. I mean, he said he's watching a movie, so. So I think it's probably supposed to be something like Apocalypse Now, but, mm-hmm. like, it looks like it takes place in the Congo because all the characters are black. I, I wasn't paying attention. I just saw war stuff saying, okay, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Just made assumptions, you know. Yeah. I mean, it could have could have been Full Metal Jacket, too. Yeah. You never, never know. So it's actually about the Ishval War, war itself. Ishval War, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Hole is now so big, it will it will just open on its own. And demons start to reach for Kuwabara because their hands can get through. Um, and they begin to attack him through the portal. Uh, speaking of C-Class, the C-Class gang... What? Oh, goes, goes back to meet up with Botan yeah. with Amanuma's body. That's so mean. I'm just telling it like it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Genkai's in that pissed. group, you asshole. He's... Yeah, you know what she she was in before she ever passed? Oh, the beat glass bag? She was yeah. in the good class. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite uh, season two of Yu Hakusho themed porn, beat class bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, tells, so they tell Genkai uh, Koenma went in, is going to take off his pacifier. Genkai is also shocked. Okay, Washak. Uh, but does not know what will happen. And this causes everyone to fucking shonen anime fall over. Yeah, and then Demon Hole is going to open in 30 minutes. So, wow, this is the opposite of Dragon Ball Z timing, where five minutes stretches for a season. This is, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you have two hours, one episode. It was actually more like two. Oh, okay, okay. 
So each episode, which is actually 22 minutes long, is now an hour long. So we are in real time here, folks. Somewhat real time. (laughs) Real-er time. Real-er time. And Sunsi is actually protecting Kuwabara from the demons that are trying to grab him, which is something I was like, hey, wait, what? But then you think about it, it's like, oh, because they literally need him still alive. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, Sensory's basically like, yokai and shit until class B. Wow. When they get, like, human intelligence and far beyond human power. What's weird, though, is there were definitely a lot of C-class demons and D-class demons who have been shown to have human intelligence. Yeah, so... like, would it be Chu or Jin, like, a lot of... Jin might, might be low B, but I think yeah. Chu is probably C. Yeah, I think he just wants. I just, th- I just thought Chu was just a drunk Australian just wandered. Up the <laughs> He's not even a demon. Like, oh, yeah. Wait, what's with, what are demons? <laughs> yeah, no. When they were like, "Yeah, man, I've never felt Yoki like that." He's like, "That's cause it ain't. <laughs> like, that's just alcohol." Anyways, <laughs> that's just a Bobby. Oh, <laughs> you think that's a knife? This is a knife. <laughs> um, since we mentioned that the A-class demons and up yokai are the ones that are looked upon in religion, uh, Patrick doesn't know this as Jesus was an A-class yokai? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, makes sense, right? W- yes. Which makes me wonder, what is S then? But I think that maybe... God, obviously. I think that maybe A-class demons are more like Japanese-style kami. Mm. Like, aka, they're like gods on their scale, but in the Indo-European style, aka like Greek gods, like Hindu gods, those would be more like the S-class demons. Mm. Gotcha. Where would Hercules lie? So you demigod, so he'd be a B-class, right? I'm a class. No, he'd probably be A. I think A, a. Yeah. since he's so strong. Because he's probably like the strength of a kami. Gotcha, because I know Ares is definitely class S, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to cut off some guys' heads and we have to get... And, like, like Yusuke just gets Kratos levels of ripped and just, like, Ares! <laughs> uh, since we then makes an offer they can't refuse, uh, Beat Gourmet and Kuwabara is theirs. Uh, and so they then cut to Itsuki, who basically, you know that meme that's like, uh, you know, brilliant move or whatever like that, like with the chest. Excellent play. Yeah. Excellent play. So Itsuki is basically thinking that and says, uh, you know, how he's given them the illusion of choice, and it's actually let Sensui control what they do, and that's kind of Sensui's mo throughout the season, including like, how about you just kill this kid, guys? Just fucking kill this kid. Seriously. Uh, Gourmet then decides to rub, you know, salt in the wounds uh, of Kurama and basically say, like, hey man, I heard you fucking killed a kid. Wow. And yeah, he's, he's just being rude. Yeah, he seems like he can get into all their minds. Yeah, he says something to, like, freaking Seaman that's just like, yeah, you're, like, worried that no one trusts you, man. And Kurama, I think you've let your fox side down or something like that. Very weird voice. Hey, man. And how does he does do this? It's because he fucking ate Maroda. Yes. <laughs> the guy with the pink hair, with the pink turtleneck? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the no. Guy, shot the rock, got the rocket. It's like, oh, man, I had a hard day. I'm just going to go home. Hey, fam, what's up? Gets eaten. Yeah, no, no. They, they fucking show a really disturbing scene of him just, like, fucking making Maroda into a giant sub sandwich, effectively, and just sticking uh. his entire body down his throat. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, weird. This is good. <laughs> it's weird. He got, like, a sub... He got, like, the Italian... It's like, just came up with, like, the Italian buns. Like, what are those for? See, can you imagine Hold on how a second. shitty just, Maroda's day went? He was just chilling at his favorite day bar. Then he gets... <laughs> up by high schoolers. <laughs> Gets shot in the head by an eraser coated in demon energy. And then he gets... Gets infected with a virus. He gets eaten. Like, that's like the worst. That's like, he probably took a day off of work. God. (laughs) And that's where he ended up. I hope Kuanma gives him much compensation in the spirit world. God. He's like, you know what, we'll listen to your first little hell. Wait, why am I going to hell? You kind of helped out bad guys. But they're with Genkai. Yeah, but... 
Damn. Why don't And then so Krama is um, finally able to clear his mind and he just fucking cuts off Gourmet's head. Like super suddenly in a way that like when I was a kid, well, when I was in high school watching this, I was just like, did Krama just murder a human with no compunction? Yeah, because it's like it's, it almost seems like he had, it would happen so quickly. There's like literally a shot with, I think they show more like the back of Gourmet's head and then they showed it just sliced in half diagonally. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, not diagonally. It's oh. it's horizontal. Like, it's basically, horizontal. he does one of the coldest things I've ever seen in anything where mm-hmm. he separated someone's, like, brain from the brainstem. Oof. That's what he fucking did. He has watched Attack on Titan yet, the new one. Oh, yeah. Reminds you of that, that uh, scene. The thing that happened recently? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. What is the date right now? Today is uh, this uh, May 18th. Yeah. Is it's the thing a... that happened around this time in Attack on Titan. Yeah. Is there a spoiler window for Attack on Titan? Uh, I mean, technically the manga of this probably happened fucking five years ago, but let's not do it just because there's no a lot of anime-only fans. Listen, if, if, you watched, if you watched the new Attack on Titan on the week of the 18th, you know what happened? Was it the... No, it was last week that that happened, but oh, they yeah, showed it, it this week, but... Yeah, they showed the effect of it this week. If you watched... Yeah, either way, this episode, you, you know. Someone's got a toilet throat. Is yeah, how it I would describe. It does look like a toilet. toilet. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, but yeah, anyways, Makihara, aka Gourmet, was unable to read Kurama's mind right before getting pseudo de- half decapitated. Uh, because Kurama, effectively, it turns out Kurama's Zen, aka his happy place, is murder. Uh, and it's so habitual from literal centuries of killing people and torturing them that he doesn't need to think about it or even strategize. But wow. uh, as soon as you thought he was dead, it's like I noticed that smell, and all suddenly he's dead, but not for long, brother. Peekaboo! <laughs> Elder Taguro is here, baby. Guess who's back? Everyone's favorite piece of shit. <laughs> Yay, Salad Fingers! Salad Fingers is back. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is back. The room two. <laughs> the room two. Not much more room in this body. <laughs> he like peeked out under his his his, his mouth, like err. Like it raised up. Brother, how could you betray me like this? <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> I want to end it all. Um, but after, you know... You're tearing like, me apart, Yusuke. After Younger Toguro tore him apart uh, and smashed him up and he went into the sea to like regenerate. He slowly regenerated over time thinking only of revenge. Uh, and he sent out a signal that he thought would take years for someone to be, pick it up. And he was picked up almost immediately by Sensui. And in the US version... They say, uh, you know, powerful, and how, like, the only people who can hear this are to say powerful, and how might I say this? Evil could even find this. But in the Japanese. Air quotes, too. Yeah. In the Japanese version, instead, they're like a combination of wickedness and strength. And so I do not think Sensui is evil. But he is wicked. Yeah. Like, he wicked thinks he's, sick. yeah, he thinks he's doing what is morally right, but he is, he has no compunction about just like, I will just murder people. Yeah. So, <laughs> even though um, Elder Tukuro was eaten, um, he was like a cockroach, and like, he slowly took over Gourmet, and if you see... This is Nightmare Fuel. Yeah, this is the Nightmare <laughs> Fuel. So, kind of like what Joe was saying with the toilet head, imagine half a head where, like, the top part of the jaw is missing, so yeah, you just see the bottom just the lower jaw. jaw. and, like, the brainstem. Yeah, yeah and the like, teeth. Urgh. And then you slowly see Eldo Tagoro's head pop all the way up slowly up till where I reach his neck's popping out, which at first I was like, 
why would you so it's like a head on top inside and popping out from another head yeah it's great it's so he puts his hands up <laughs> like pulls out he starts doing hole. that like um that one trick where we stand behind a couch and you go down the stairs and up the yeah. stairs <laughs> but the elevator is inside the body yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah in the US version uh they make the takeover sound like Sensui's plan while in the Japanese version it's unclear really where it just like they were just like, well, we'll have these powers regardless of whether it's gourmet, I guess. Yep, and then and in that flashback, he became gourmet's right hand man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, quite literally. I, given how gross and creepy Elder to grow it was, I wouldn't be surprised if the first time he announced his presence was just like <laughs> Makihara's being like, "Yeah, just go, gonna jack it." He's like, "Oh god!" <laughs> well, uh, oh fuck! He sees Toguro's like face on his hand and starts smashing it against the wall, trying to kill him, not realizing that's definitely not gonna work. So he gradually took him over, and this like gives way to one of the best speeches in the U.S. version, where basically like Elder Toguro says like, "Fear is great enough from the outside, but imagine being able to feel it from the inside." Uh, Ugh. Uh, it's so it's so good. I love Elder Toguro as like the worst person, biggest piece, of, greatest biggest piece of shit, twenty nineteen. Yeah, I forget. Does he become Makihara's abs at some point too? He becomes literally abs. Yeah. So uh, he. I'm absolutely fabulous, brother. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> now he has become mega OP, being able to take over any ability, regenerate, and also read people's minds. So does Elder Girl now how to physically eat people himself versus Gourmet? Maybe he just puts so? in the the throat hole. He's like, hold on, ah, like he stretches out like his fingers, his mouth, ah, like his giant jaw. Oh my god. Y'all like Vor because man, this is Vor as hell. Um, so Karama becomes smoking, smoking. Basically, he puts his hands by his sides as if he's about to cross his arms, but then starts shooting smoke out of his hands, which is a thing he had never done to this point in the series. He's just so hot, he's smoking. Yeah. So Tagoro's like, "Where the fuck is he?" And he's like, "Well, I'll just listen to his thoughts," and figures out that he's probably five meters behind him, and uh, then turns around and quickly extends his salad fingers into fucking nails and stabs through Kurama, who's smiling while being stabbed, and turns him into a donut. <laughs> this one's more like a kebab, but I see what you're going for with that JoJo reference. I wasn't making a JoJo reference. Sure, you weren't. <laughs> it's not like a bunch of people are made into donuts throughout that series or anything. I mean, I mean he didn't do it in a, in a radius of a hundred meters. Yeah, goddamn it. So Kurama he is didn't in fa- it. God damn it. Kurama isn't phased in the like slightest. Splash. And Tukuro <laughs> just lays into him with blood going everywhere. And it's like you hear him like screaming, Ah! Turns out Kurama used a fucking Kage Bunshin. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, that definitely. We know what that is. The Shadow Clones of Naruto. Shadow Clone Jutsu. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but uh, Kurama appears from out of the smoke, and he's like out of the cloud unscathed, and Toguro is just cutting something up in the smoke, and you can't tell why, because you just hear, Ah! I'll get you! It's like uh, screaming, it's like, it's horroring, horrifying. Yeah, it's pretty fucking terrifying. Yeah. Uh, turns out, he's after nothing at all, because as the smoke clears, uh, Toguro is being neurally taken over by a tree, and uh, he only thinks what's going on is real, in the U.S. version, they explain the smoke screen was to catalyze the seeds, while in the Japanese version, they say that it was just... Okay, this line is something that I do not understand. Like, it was to stop the hallucinations from leaking out, and I'm like, how does this work? I think it means, like, so he doesn't realize he be, he's going into a hallucination. I think so you're right. So it's like, you know, it's like everyone disappears and he's fighting them. 
I think you're right, like, as it basically bores into his mind. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, the way they described it, I'm like, man, maybe that makes way more sense in Japanese. I wish Megan was here for this episode, because I I was like, I get it, sort of, but fuck. So he's been taken over by the Jinenju tree, a.k.a. uh, the sinning tree. So Jinenju tree, does that literally translate to tree of depravity? Sure, let's go with that. Okay. So, uh, basically the prey has a hallucination, then it feeds off them, and this is usually done until the prey dies... Uh, guess who's not able to die? His name is Elder Toguro. So the... Oh, sorry. I was just saying, and he can never die. Yeah. The tree will uh, not release his prey until they die, and since he can't die, he's going to be forever... Be like this, having this crazy hallucination, becoming weaker and weaker, and more and more crazed. Kurama says something to the effect of, like, uh, like, rogues like you don't even deserve death. Yeah, it's, it was pretty, pretty, hor- uh, pretty horrifying. And then the episode ends... Dang. Yep, and he is first. And while the camera's fading, I hear him screaming with his eyes open, trying to fight hallucination Kurama for the end mm-hmm. of time. It's like that episode of Black Mirror with the, the. I don't know if you guys saw it with the snow globe. Oh, yeah. Um, we're stuck in there white. for like years. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah that's a good comparison. Or also the other episode um, where I won't. Like this woman, she's like hunted. So I will just leave it at that. But that mm-hmm. one is just like constant fear over and over. Again. Yeah, I those are good comparisons. I was actually thinking of a much shallower one, which is like the end of JoJo season two, with the uh, you know, and being unable to move, he stopped so thinking. thinking. Me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like that's another one of those like beyond beyond death moments. Y'all should watch JoJo season two. Yeah, it for some reason he sends a car to outer space. I don't know what that. Yeah, about. yeah, I forgot. Season two ends with someone throwing a car into outer space. That's weird. It's, it's like it's like the Elon Musk thing. That's weird. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, what do you guys think of that episode? I, this is definitely like one of my favorites, and definitely maybe my kar- favorite Karama fight. Mm-hmm. Elon's bizarre adventure. What's up? Oh God, Elon's bizarre adventure. Yes. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Being the biggest Karama fan, girls amongst the crew. I really like it because I think. Um, one thing with, I guess, like, with kind of, like, a shallow portrayal of Kurama, you just think he's kind of just, like, intelligent and really neutral, so this definitely displays more of, like, that vengeful side of him, and it just also showcases, like, more of that calculative side that, you know, you kind of see in the Dark Tournament with, like, um, near, like, the end of some battles and everything, and kind of alludes to, like, the cruel part of Karama that is going to be more evident in, like, season four. And so, and I think it's also, but at the same time, you know, why is he so pissed and vengeful is because Toguro has committed so many crimes and everything. So it's like... He has no mercy. He has he had too many chances. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I also, yeah, I think a lot of it was just like, I'm pissed off at killing this kid, so I'm going to kill someone who really deserves it now. Yeah, yeah, Tell him that he didn't kill him, though. I guess he the kid him, killed himself, but he made him kill himself. He, but it's also like he essentially gave Toguro a fate worse than death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, I meant, I meant like he didn't kill Toguro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, right. he definitely killed the kid. He, he yeah. definitely killed the kid. He's hundred percent on the hook for that one. Yeah, he's a child killer, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he was probably a child killer before this too. Exactly. We just don't see it. Exactly. Yay! Why you gotta be a snitch like that? <laughs> I mean, given his reputation in Demon World, it it seems like. It was inevitable. Yeah, that's true. Like, I know y'all don't 
read or watch Berserk, and I know Patrick has. Uh, I feel like Kurama, if you look into like the stuff that happened to him while he was in the demon world, he was very much on like a Griffith trajectory, and then shit Ooh. gets weird. I know enough about Griffith to know that's like oof. Yeah. Oof. And you ever do a Photoshop Peter Griffith? That's, I think I have seen Peter Griffith as a thing. That would have been funny. But I, I was going to say, um, one thing that's interesting is one of the big plot moments in Berserk is someone accidentally killing a kid, and that changes the whole trajectory of the show. Oh. So it's kind of interesting seeing that here. Mm-hmm. It's, like that, it's like that show, The Slap. Oh, what? Basically, that's, that's <laughs> an NBC show, right? What are you that talking about? So fucking bad. <laughs> basically, it's like, uh, I remember this because I watched a little bit. It's like some house party in the backyard of someone and like i think the kids are obnoxious and i think at one point like Did they murder these, a child? no these two kids get <laughs> in a dumber. scuffle right they get in some fight and it gets to the point where one dad goes up to a kid who started the fight and slaps him <laughs> it and it's not the kid's dad it's another it's oh like a, that's another the whole person. premise yeah. Something that would probably be solved in five minutes, they somehow made a show of. Yeah, oh, really? it escalates from there. What the fuck? That's awesome. I, it's, it's the I worst show. you referenced that. <laughs> I was that. Lots of deep cuts today. This is the most deep cut episode, honestly. <laughs> would you just name this episode Deep Cut? Yeah, hashtag Deep Cuts. Yeah. But with a Z. Please do it with a Z. <laughs> deep Cuts. I'll do it with a W. Coots. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening to the Yuhak Show. Your support means all three worlds, human, demon, and spirit to us. Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat at our Facebook at The Yuhak Show with two O's and a W. And our Twitter at The Yuhak Show with a W. Uh, tune in for next episode when we watch Jing Freaks fight Krollo Lucifer. <laughs> also, also, I just want to point out that we had the Yuhak Show Twitter spelled wrong for the last how many outlines? Yuhak Show. We used two H's in the title. <laughs> so I probably made that mistake around episode three and we've just kept going with it. But we're smart people. We realize that. I just thought it was funny. Lol. Yeah. Well, thanks much, guys. Okay. Thanks. See y'all later. Thanks, see
Yeah. 